Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and redeemer. Good morning. I once read that if you want to know what a person values, look at their checkbook. The message in this adage is that we devote our resources, our energy, to the things we think are important. When I read today's lessons, I wondered if the same thing, the same kind of thinking could be applied to our choices. Can we learn about a person based on the choices they make? Can we discover what they believe in and what they value just by looking at some of their decisions? Not every decision, of course, just the ones they make when they are at a crossroads or during a time of difficulty. What do their choices tell us? For many of us, the story of the prodigal son is familiar. He is known as the prodigal son because, as the story tells us, he asks his father to give him his share of the family inheritance, which he then goes on to spend recklessly and wastefully. That's what prodigal means. Big spender, extravagant, bad choices. He was living large. His live for today attitude revealed the belief that he should have what he wants when he wants it, just because he wants it. Because he did not value what his family gave to him, he led a dissolute life. It was a life that had no moral compass and no boundaries until he came to a crossroads. He had to make a decision. He could continue to live as he was, beaten, lost and shamed, or he could accept the reality of his situation, take responsibility for his choices, and reconcile with his family. The choice he makes tells us a lot about this young man. We learn that he knew how to evaluate his circumstances and accept the truth of his reality. He took responsibility for his choices and committed to leading a new life. He was humble and trusting, humble enough to go home to ask for a job, realizing that he could not resume the position he once held, and yet he trusted his father's love enough to know that he would honor or at least consider the request. We know that this young man desires to once again be honorable and live a good life, and he is willing to do whatever is necessary to make things right. The father's choices are also revealing. As a parent of this child, he was well within his right to say to the prodigal son, son, you brought dishonor on this family. You did all the wrong things. You made really bad choices. And I am ashamed that you are my son. You have no home here. You are not welcome. Had he chosen to rebuke his son, he would have revealed 
that he had an unforgiving and judgmental nature. We would see that anger, resentment, and being righteous were more important to him than reconciling with a child who had clearly lost his way. Instead, we learn that the father chose to welcome his son home and to celebrate what was really important, the reunification of the family. The father clearly valued the relationship and knew the better choice was reconciliation rather than recrimination. True, he might well have wished that his son had made better choices. However, the father knew, at least spiritually, that it was better to rejoice in the restoration of a life that had been lost to him. And so, he made this an occasion to celebrate. And then there is my favorite, the older brother. It is understandable that his first reaction is to be angry. As an older child in a family who had much responsibility and was expected to do the right thing at all times, having a younger brother who was allowed to do pretty much what he wanted when he wanted, I get why the older brother was angry. He had stayed home and helped build the family business. He worked hard and he did what he was supposed to do. And yet not once did his father offer to host a party for him and to celebrate him as a good and worthy son. Oh no, the father throws a party for the loser whose only claim to fame is living the life of a scoundrel. Angry, hurt, maybe even humiliated, the other brother's actions reveal that he saw things in black and white, good or bad, right or wrong. He believes that one either plays by the rules or does not. In any event, no one in his opinion, should be rewarded unless they earned it. But the older brother's reactions reveal something else. It reveals that by comparing his life to his brother's reception, by thinking about what he didn't receive and what he doesn't have, He totally misses the point. A one-time celebration for the younger brother does not diminish the father's respect and admiration for the senior son. The senior son already has a life of honor, and he is the richer for it. The story ends with the father trying to explain the value of reconciliation and the importance and value of being united as a family. So we never learn if the older brother ever decided to let go of his resentment and join the party. 
One can only hope that he learned to see that his own life would be further enriched by choosing to love and forgive rather than willfully clinging to anger and hostility. And while it is true that his younger brother spent money recklessly, the older brother, if not careful, is in danger of also becoming a prodigal son by squandering his spiritual inheritance. When we are at a crossroads in life, and it is time to make choices about how to proceed, it is important for us to take time to consider the underlying values and beliefs that are driving our decisions. What will our choice say about what we think is important? If, for example, we believe that we have a God who celebrates our willingness to acknowledge our sins, to repent and to return to the fold, then we will make one set of choices. If we believe that relationships are more important than things and thus spend our resources, material and spiritual, accordingly, then we will make another set of choices. Any choice we make, especially the important ones, provide us with valuable insight into who we are and where we are as we journey through life. The lessons we learn from the choices we make set the stage for the next set of choices. We will make mistakes. If we do not learn from our mistakes, we are in danger of repeating them. However, mistakes have value. And by thinking about why it was a mistake, not getting hung up on we made one, but thinking about how it came to be and what it tells us about our thinking patterns, we can make new decisions based on better values, a better sense of our values and beliefs, and thus choose a better course of action. As people of faith, as followers of Jesus, we also know that when our values and beliefs are grounded in our spiritual inheritance as children of God, we will not only be able to choose wisely, we also know that we will be guided in that choice by the one who loves us and will always welcome us home. <laughs>